Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Fort Worth podcast. I'm Josh Boyd, and I'm joined uh, this week again by Dr. Stephen Lowry. Pastor Stephen, it's great to have you back with us. It is good to be back for sure. Yeah, we have missed you over the last couple of weeks. We were joined by um, Sally Cook, our new children's minister, a couple of weeks ago, and then by Greg Trickett last week. Were you able to, to check in? I know you were on your trip. Were you able to check in and listen I to I listened to both. Awesome. And, uh, one of the exciting facets of our podcast is going to be, I think, the ability to bring various people in from time to time so that our church family can get to know them and we can be aware of what God is doing. I was encouraged to, again, to hear Sally's enthusiasm about yeah. uh, wanting to bless our families. And certainly your your discussions with Greg, I think, are, are helpful because we need to think our faith forward. And uh, Greg is gifted, I think, to help a person begin to, to process and to visualize, okay, what does this mean? And yeah. the living out of faith. And I uh, thoroughly enjoyed your conversation. Well, great. Well, we're glad to have you back. We, we do. Uh, we're so glad that you did get to have some time away, though, with, with Debbie. And uh, how was the trip? Where did you guys go? It was great. Now, some may not know, we actually slipped away to celebrate our 37th anniversary. Wow. Round which, of applause. Uh, my wife deserves uh, some quality <laughs> time, having put up with me for 37 years. But it was it was really a blessing. We uh, traveled across to Lubbock, that got to see my mom and dad. And then we headed north into the mountains of southern Colorado. And uh, and we're able to escape the the intense, intense heat. And then yeah. on our way back, got to see our grandchildren with Sarah and BJ, uh, just to be able to reconnect with them. It was a, a blessing from start to end. Very cool. Well, it's very, very, very good to have you back. And we're glad you got to have a great trip. You missed some of the really, really hot days that I we did. had there for a little and I'm while. glad I did. <laughs> yeah. got... I will say, I, we actually connected with everyone on worship, uh, for worship on that Sunday morning. Awesome. The churches in Pagosa Springs were not open for service. So we reconnected with you all. We were blessed to hear Dr. Willingham share. And again, it's just a remarkable dimension of worship now where you can stay connected and involved, even though whether it's by COVID or traveling. Uh, you can still be a part of what God is doing. Yeah, so we mentioned uh, mine and Greg's chat, uh, Greg and I's chat last week. Um, and we kind of, you know, we really talked about, you know, when, and I have this faith, what do I do with it? How do sure. I how do I think things through? And I think that's a really good place to start today's podcast, talking about yesterday, not yesterday, uh, Sunday's <laughs> sermon, um, and kind of recapping some of that, because I think they go kind of hand in hand, talking about what faith actually does for us and how we can utilize that, you know, the whole faith and works conversation. I think so. I and again, some people read the second chapter of James and they get a little uncomfortable because he's rather pointed. I mean, as I read on Sunday, he makes the statement that faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Yeah. Of course, what he's trying to do is to address what he recognized to be a problem for his generation. And I would argue probably is a problem for our generation for sure. where people are more confessional in their faith. They will maybe publicly identify with Jesus. But experientially, they've not come into faith relationship with him to the point where he's affecting their lives. And so James wrote to wake people up to the importance of living out their faith. And and I tried on Sunday, uh, certainly to explain James's perspective. I would add, though, sometimes when we read that, we, we think, okay, so how is a person saved? Are they not saved by faith right. or do I have to believe in Jesus and then do a dozen different things in order uh, to really be saved? Well, James in no way is suggesting that we save ourselves by our works. 
Instead, he's emphasizing that when a person has truly come into faith relationship with Jesus, that it's because of that faith relationship that they begin to reflect works. Uh, We're only saved by Jesus because only Jesus can address the the guilt of our sin, the judgment of our sin. I can't do enough good to compensate Mm -hmm. for one sin, much less a thousand. And yet, uh, once I come to experience forgiveness and life in Jesus, James would say, that encounter should be seen in the direction of your life. So it influences what I say and how I react. Now, that doesn't result in an instantaneous perfection um, by no means, but still, because of faith, we should be reflecting that in the everyday experiences of life. Yeah. I like to think of this, and Riley and I have been chatting about this, um, you know, since since Sunday, and we talked about it a lot last night at dinner, and um, one of the things that keeps coming up in my mind is uh, from uh, an author, a pastor, um, used, to, used to be a pastor of a really large church in, in California, um, and um, his kind of take on this this exact thing, and really he kind of pinpoints it to, to the word prayer um, in churches, but I think the same principle can be used, and he talks about how... Um, if, if prayer isn't vital to your church, is your church really vital? And that's kind of a pointed statement to make, but I think the same thing's true for our life with our faith. If there's no evidence of our of our faith, if there's no living out of our faith, because the gospel is so outward focused towards other people, and if there's no proof of that in our life, then how vital really is our faith to us? You know, how, how much are we allowing that to influence our life and how we think, how we process, how we communicate with the Lord even? What is what what profit is that relationship with God then if there is no proof of, of, of the works, you know, in our lives. Yeah, I think with a lot of people, faith has become a heady thing. It's more an intellectual assent. I yeah. agree with this. This is what I believe, so to speak. When in actuality in scripture, faith was always an active thing. It was an, an awareness of God that then affected the heart and mind in ways that can be visibly seen. One of the great chapters in the Bible on faith is Hebrews chapter 11, where it provides like a roll call of the faithful, particularly out of the Old Testament. And what's striking, if you look at the examples that the writer provides, every single one of them are living out their faith. It's something that can be seen. Uh, For example, the first person mentioned is Abel, and it said he offered a more acceptable sacrifice. You see, his faith moved him to present a sacrifice that was pleasing to God. Then Enoch is mentioned, and he walks with God Mm. for 300 years. Then Noah is mentioned. He builds an ark. Abraham, even before he presented Isaac on the altar, he left his homeland for no other reason than he was in a faith relationship with God. And so when we think about faith, don't think of it passively. What, okay, what I feel, think of it actively. Who is God? I've come to experience him through Jesus Christ. And that affects me in the direction of my life. Now, I said on Sunday, sometimes people pit uh, James against the Apostle Paul because Paul definitely teaches that there is only one way of salvation, and that is through Jesus, because only Jesus can, can address the guilt of our sin. And so we respond to Jesus in faith. But Paul was adamant that once you come to faith in Jesus, 
that should be evident yeah. in your life. Uh, and if so, anyone knows that better than Paul, I mean, yeah. Paul, he's what an example he of was a life of works. Persecuting after the church <laughs> and then meets Jesus and yeah. suddenly becomes the, the it's, great missionary. It's just impossible to say that Paul didn't agree with that. Well, <laughs> a couple of familiar verses that people often cite about the power of faith is, or Ephesians 2, 8, 9, where Paul writes, For by grace you have been saved through faith, yeah. and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one can boast. And what Paul is stressing is we only come to experience salvation through Jesus Christ. Yeah. That we receive it like a gift. We believe in him. But regrettably, sometimes people never read verse 10, where Paul goes on to say, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So Paul all along knows that when we encounter salvation through Jesus by faith, what comes out of that is a life of good works, that our faith moves us to respond in noticeable ways. Now, let me be adamant, you don't save yourself. We don't do good works to be saved. Instead, we do good works because we have been saved. We've experienced life in Jesus, yeah. and we want to honor him. Now, I tried to repeatedly stress on Sunday that that doesn't imply perfection. I mean, my, my life is characterized by good works and bad, but my prayer is more and more that Jesus will influence who I am so that his good works might be evident in my yeah. life. And uh, I hope while I was away, my wife can attest, I tried to reflect Jesus, even as I'm driving <laughs> across uh, the state toward the mountains. But I mean, that that should just be the general movement of our lives. Because yeah. of Jesus, we follow him. And that should be, be heard in what we say, how we say it, what we don't say. I mean, all of the aspects of who we are. Yeah. And so we, we talked yesterday towards the end of the service. Uh, you encouraged us and challenged us really to read through James 2. Mm -hmm. um, was that every day this week we're going to read through James 2? That was my appeal, and I know. See, the, the tendency sometimes when we're repetitive with things, we, we begin to move through it mindlessly. But the power of James 2 is, one, it reminds us of the problem of partiality, which right yeah. now uh, we want to be increasingly committed not to to respond to people based on external appearances mm -hmm. we want to love people as christ would love them and i think it's very apparent that that james follows up the partiality passage with, with faith the works with, yeah, yeah. It's come very, on it's, put it in the motion it, it, there's a Do reason something. for this yes. yeah, yeah, I, yeah i almost included in sunday's message just those two words at the end were just do something let your faith affect you yeah because if if no one can point to anything in your life apart from showing up on Sunday that your faith is alive, then something's not right. Again, James would probably insinuate your faith isn't alive <laughs> right. uh, because faith manifests itself in ways that reflect Jesus. And that, right. that's what we pray for. And again, don't get down on yourself if, if you look at a particular week and maybe it wasn't as much Christ honoring as you would have liked. Um, allow the Lord to renew and to forgive and pick you up. Thank God for grace. Oh, That's for right, sure. Yeah. But then realize, okay, live it out. Got to do something. <laughs> Don't let it just be something you talk about. Yeah. Let it be something that is evident in who you are.
And there's very much a journey that comes along with this, a, a walking hand in hand with the Lord. Not, you know, we can't achieve any of these works um, on our own. You know, that, that is literally a hand in hand partnership with the Lord, allowing Him to transform us and to renew our minds. That uh, transformation of our faith and. In and that I think aspect. circumstances can affect things. These things too. I mean, sometimes it's easier to stay focused on Christ sure. and to follow Him than other times. And maybe during this whole COVID pandemic. It's been more of a test for people. Yeah. Um, we've been more isolate, isolated, and sometimes because of stress, we become a little bit more self-centered. But, I mean, let's not make excuses for what we have not been or maybe what we should have been. Let's realize, okay, right now, God's given me today. He's given me this week. I want to reflect faith, and I want to relate to Jesus in a way that allows yeah him to be seen and heard in, in what I do. Now, I would add, it's a if good you word. really want to be effective with that, you do need to start every day with the Lord. Yeah. Don't don't just come on Sunday, feel like it's a 60-minute charge that's going to carry you through the next yeah. seven days. No, Sunday's a celebration of faith that reminds us of things, but really, the life of faith happens at the start of every day where you decide, okay, Lord, here I am. I want to follow you. I want you to affect me, to impact me, um, allow him to do that through the Bible readings, through your scripture memory, dare I suggest, uh, just allow him uh, to really begin to impact who you are becoming. Yeah. And he'll be, he'll be honored by that. And I think practically speaking, um, we're kind of, we're going in the direction on Wednesday nights now, starting tomorrow, um, and some tools that may actually really help and kind of lead this discussion on how we can, how we can allow that to kind of take the forefront in our well, minds. I hope so. Again, <laughs> the funny thing, if some of you that were with us at the early spring, I began a series on Wednesdays entitled Protected. Uh, understanding a practical understanding of God's armor and then COVID happened I, mm-hmm. I taught one lesson and then it everything shut down if you'll recall and as we began to move through the uncertainty of what was happening I felt led of the Lord at that point to shift away from uh, the spiritual armor study and to focus on the Psalms and I believe that was of God's purpose yeah. and plan but as I have moved into the fall I felt like okay now now it's time to come back and so tomorrow it's 7 30 on our Facebook page I'll do a Facebook live session where we'll begin a series of lessons based on what the Apostle Paul teaches about the armor of God in Ephesians 6 and uh, I hope that you'll participate i was informed i'm excited about this i've heard a few people say that they wish they could be a part of the facebook live session but for various reasons they've chosen not to have a facebook account and so they've always felt like they were left out of these experiences Uh, i believe you don't even have to have an account to go to our facebook page you can go to facebook.com forward slash nfwbc and you can watch and participate in the series you'll be definitely able to to watch um we may have to make that video uh, public so someone may have to comment during um, and say hey it's not public or I can't share it things like that it's very easy to tell but um, if you have if you don't have a Facebook account you should be able to watch the video on Facebook um, while it's live you won't however be able to comment you won't be able to uh, view the other comments but you will be able to to watch the video as long as we make it public beforehand so we'll have to not uh, we'll have to we'll make a note we'll of be that. working we'll, on that yeah. and, and again uh, you can't comment on the Facebook 
portion, but you can, if you have questions or comments, you can always email me yeah. at stephenlowry at norfolkworth.com and be happy to interact with you. Now, just in case that isn't something that turns out, do know the following day, each Thursday, uh, the Wednesday night session is uploaded to our website and you can watch it in its entirety. Absolutely. And I promise you, as, as Josh mentioned, I, I think this is a very helpful series right now because Paul wants us to appreciate all of the protection that yeah. Jesus has made available to each and every one of us because of our faith response to to him. And, and so uh, we're going to begin tomorrow just to begin to have a big picture view. And then with, it, with each following Wednesday, we're going to look at each of the pieces of the armor and the significance of that yeah. and how God wants to encourage us, protect us based upon the armor that he supplied. Now, you mentioned uh, our Facebook approach. And again, if tomorrow you try and it doesn't work out, please dialogue with us. We're always in the process of trying to refine what yes. we're doing that includes on Absolutely. sunday morning right yeah so we're we're actually i know we've had so many um uh what's the right word um requests uh constructive complaints maybe uh we've had so many different uh dialogues started up with lots of different people over the last few months um about some ideas about some um some refreshers about some some new things some improvements uh to bring to the stream to bring to the sunday morning experience online the digital experience um of church and what we're doing here at north fort worth and in in a nutshell in the simplest way i can we are so close um, hopefully within the week um, we're so close to making those a reality and I feel like we've talked about those for a long time yeah, some of what you're referring to and I know this has been a common request people are wanting to see the words yeah, of the song absolutely and we don't we don't intentionally exclude that we want we want that too I mean sure. that is a that that is an essential item to me and to the rest of our team and so that's why we've been working so hard um, replacing some of the equipment that we have um, just to, to make a long story short and to really use layman's terms here um, the, the the signal that we receive from all of our cameras they're on an, a very not typical but new and upcoming signal the way that we run things um, is very new and it's the way that things are going to switch to eventually over time so we're ahead of the curve for that unfortunately some of the the hardware that we have that encodes and processes some of that can't even handle some of that signal that's so new so that's kind of, we're kind of playing catch up with the different pieces and parts and so um we'll be there hopefully within the week if if not this sunday definitely by the following sunday as soon as we can uh we're, we're getting um we've gotten to go ahead to, to replace some, some pieces and to interchange some pieces so that we can get that working um and we've kind of pinpointed the solution and, and what's causing the errors and so um hopefully uh, very soon we'll be able to do uh, the lyrics. Uh, we call them lower thirds. Uh, we'll be able to, to run lyrics during our service, so you'll be able to uh, to more efficiently uh, sing along and, and to worship with us online. But also, um, we're hoping uh, with this new change, we'll be able to integrate um, uh, one of our uh, an ASL camera or a bubble into the stream as well, so we can have um, uh, some of our some of our viewers who are hearing impaired will also be able to experience an ASL um, uh, encounter or um, engagement while we're watching the stream online. So lots of different pieces that are going to be coming together just to expand the way we reach people and how we minister. And so really excited about all those changes that are coming in. Do be patient with this as you have been. Again, I we totally understand why it can be yeah. frustrating. I mean, I we, wish people could see how much I complain about. Yeah, <laughs> about no, I mean, and, but do 
realize as we're watching it, we're watching it with you. I mean, when yeah. I watched it while we were in Colorado, uh, it was a particular Sunday where the organ was we're, was we're busting the speaker, <laughs> speaker loose. And and so do understand that uh, those that are working with the system are watching it and seeing it along with you. They're trying uh, yeah. to address as quickly as possible situations as they develop. But lately again part of our challenge is is just been having the right hardware in place yeah. to well, be able and I to think do the, it the hardware we have in place is one thing when we notice i mean just about every error that we've encountered we've noticed it within the first five minutes of a service um, but unfortunately with the hardware that we have right now without taking the stream offline we can't really fix it during the stream unless it's a you know a simple fix which a lot of times it is um but uh we're, we're getting there and it'll be great speaking of new things though yes um and, and talking about uh wednesday and getting back into the swing of uh, maybe a new series on Wednesday like tomorrow we're starting that um, in early October how did I say it was at 7.30 on Facebook 7.30 Facebook there you go be there be square um, but starting in early October uh, we have not put an official date on it yet um, but be uh, tuned in and be listening and watching for announcements um, about us restarting Wednesday night gatherings we are hoping for that and again realize we're going to continue to follow what the local medical officials uh, say uh, with the start of of school, we're gonna watch closely what happens there. But I think all of us want to feel as if we're moving towards some some greater level of engagement. And so Lord willing, come the early part of October, I'm gonna actually bring my Wednesday Bible study back onto campus. We're gonna still try to to arrange it so that there'll be a stream of it for those that still don't have the ability to come. But we're wanting to do more than that. I mean, Josh, describe some of the other possibilities. Yeah, we're really wanting to launch kind of a midweek service, actually. And instead of doing uh, just a Bible, I hate to say the word just a Bible study, but uh, we want to we want to do more. And so we, we'd love to uh, to approach the idea of possibly having uh, a smaller worship set, maybe with families together, with, with our church together. And then as we break up and do different things, um, lots of possibilities and lots of options for us. But we really want to expand and do some new things that we're also yeah, able to share. He's hoping to to maybe host some children's activity yeah, midweek, which well. will be a, a new venture for us. And uh, again, we're going to look at other ways that in light of the limitations of COVID that we can still try to bring people um, cautiously together. And so do pray for us about yeah. that. Uh, watch the connections in the next few weeks. And certainly we'll be making announcements on Sunday morning Definitely. so that you'd be aware. But since you listen to the podcast, you get to hear you it first. Early access. Yeah. And we do want to update you on some things and kind of give you some announcements as we wrap up today. Thanks for, again, thanks for joining us this afternoon. It's such a blessing to get to um, have a conversation with our church. That's really the way I look at the podcast is, yes, Pastor Stephen and I are having a, com- uh, a, a, um, a what is the word I'm looking for? I just totally went blank. A conversation. I just said it. They they can. (laughs) We've not had many people submit questions, but if they wanted us to talk about a topic, uh, you just send that to podcast at norfortworth.com. That's the one. uh, We would be happy in future weeks to be able to address some of the questions that you have. Yeah. In fact, actually, this week, if you you will email us, um, we'll pick at random an email, and we'll be sure to follow up with you, and we'll get you a Sonic gift card this week. Um, Wow. Can I submit a question? (laughs) That's going to be our... uh, And and, uh, maybe, maybe you might get double entries or something if you share the podcast on your social media. I don't know how we'll calculate that, but... um, 
be it just a, and we're not going to give you a thousand dollar Sonic gift card. You'll be able to get a few drinks, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 get you a Sonic gift card or something. That, that'll be good. Yeah, it wasn't planned. We just just came up with that. That's fun. Um, but as we wrap up today, we want to remind you and kind of update you. Um, be looking and be finding ways, searching for ways to plug back in with your life group as we're starting to. Um, I don't I, I don't want to say the word returning to normal. I really want to say new normal is right um, because this is going to affect us a lot longer than I think what we originally had realized and well, i mean we're coming up on six months yeah, yeah. and that, that's shocking to me that it's been so long that we've been it doesn't feel like it's been that long it, it, but um here we are and uh, yes we are um and we're we're doing the most we're doing the best that we can and so uh we pray that you are as well but um we want to encourage you to really check back in with your life groups check back in with your life group leader so many groups are starting to meet back up on sundays during yeah, the week we had our largest number of on-campus groups this past Sunday and I think with each week that number seems to be growing and we're taking uh, speaking of that we're we're taking all the precautions that we can uh, especially in between services as we know that people are in the room people are mingling people are speaking in the room during uh, the first hour of worship and um, so kind of along those lines and you'll you'll hear a a video from uh, Pastor David uh, throughout this week too as 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 we continue on Uh, he'll kind of give some announcements with this too but um, we fully disinfect the worship center. It is sanitized after uh, the traditional worship hour. So in between those hours of worship, we've got to kind of transition everyone out of the worship center as quickly as possible. So um, we are encouraging of everyone having conversations of mingling, of wearing your masks, of course, and then practicing social distance. But uh, it's okay to, to be in community and fellowship with one another. But let's transition that to the hallways, the uh, the outside area, to uh, the walkways so we can disinfect that and sanitize our worship center. necessary to maintain yes. the... The, the necessary cleaning. Yeah, so that's one update. The second one um, is be sure to um, reserve a child care spot, a, a worship care reservation. Uh, you can check that out on our, our website. It's right on the front page. Um, you can check it out on the homepage, or you can go to northfortworth.com slash worship care, um, and that'll hook you up with a form uh, where you can give us just some info about your kids, and we'll be sure um, that they are taken care of, and we have enough volunteers for everyone. Those do fill up, so you need to register the early in the week, the better chance you have at reserving a spot. So um, we do have a hard cap on those, unfortunately. That doesn't mean you can't come to church. That just means your kids may have to sit in worship with you. Um, Which I love your kids. You can bring them into the service. (laughs) We do. We love them. Uh, But again, feel free to email us at info, or sorry, podcast at northfortworth.com. You can email us at info as well. We'll get that one too. But podcast at northfortworth.com. Thanks for checking in, everyone, this afternoon and listening to um, our podcast. You'll see here in the next few weeks as they're labeled on whatever streaming service that you use for your podcast, um, they're starting to be labeled one dot um, and then a number. So see the the first number one is going to be what season we're on. And this is the first season of our podcast. Um, and so we'll kind of change with the weather. We'll change with the season. So season two will be when the fall starts. And so we'll start with two dot one, two dot two. So this will be um, episode one dot seven, I believe. And so crazy. You totally lost me. So that sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, just be checking in on the podcast. They'll be labeled episode 1.1 1. 1 dot uh, whatever season and we're in. And you can in, catch up on past ones if you are listening absolutely. to us for the first time. Just go to our website at nofullworth.com. Uh, forward slash media and yes. you can you can listen to all of them yep. 
all of them, all of it once, if you even wanted to. But um, we're grateful you joined us this afternoon. We're praying for you. Uh, we prayed for so many of our, our church members this morning who are going through different things, who submitted prayer requests, and you can always submit prayer uh, requests on our website um, or during uh, the services online, during the chat feature, and at both Worth and on our Facebook page. Uh, we love praying for you, and I know that I'm not just saying that. We in, we enjoy. Um, it's our pleasure to to pray for you and your families and the needs uh, that you have uh, to bring those petitions before the Lord. So um, thanks again for joining us. We're praying for you this week, and we hope to, to see you all back here on Sunday. Have a great week. Thank you.